podcast about brands that learn from the past, are looking to the future, and are profiting because of it today. I'm your host, Mark Stoiber. A busy day in the news today. Exxon Mobil busted conning investors. Migrants being turned back at the U.S.-Mexico border with tear gas. Facebook, the saga continues, uh, taking user data, selling it to Cambridge Analytica. The Trump Foundation being lawsuited. And Ivanka Trump, uh, the saga of Ivanka Trump and her emails continues. What does all this have in common with brands? Well, I went on the air with Mark Brené and had a chat about it. Here's our conversation. 336, 24 before 4. I want to share with you an experience I had this weekend. It was not a good one. And I should have known better. I should have known that what looks so scrumptious on the TV ads and on the selling boards behind the fast food counter, just as in rear view mirrors, are not always as they appear. Feeling a little peckish, I was, my friends. I decided to try out a new fast food burger being offered at a fast food outlet, one of those big chains that makes millions off us consumers worldwide, the ones that promise something and rarely deliver. Well, I ordered the fast food, and I should have known something was wrong when it was ready and in a stapled bag on the counter quickly, more quickly than I could put my wallet away. So, hungry as I was, I took the bag, went back to what I was doing, and proceeded to open that bag. It was hardly as advertised. Flat cold, void of taste. Of course I ate it. I'm a guy. I didn't want to make a fuss. All things shall pass, I thought. And finally, after a rumbling, filled, bloated stomach of an afternoon, this too did pass. But the feeling of being ripped off didn't. Oh, it's still there, my friends. It's there in the back of my mind for the next time I have an urge for a fast food burger. This brand is dead to me just shows how quickly that can happen. To talk about brands going bad, let's bring in our brand specialist. He is Mark Stoiber, brand consultant, entrepreneur, writer. His latest book is called Stop Busting Your Brand. Hey, Marcus. Wow. I'm never going to invite you to my house for a barbecue again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that that really hurts. It wasn't you, my friend. That really hurts. It was a large company. Oh, jeez. With outlets all over the world. Oh, no. Well, I, you know, it's interesting you should bring that up because, I mean, I know that you have a personal relationship with hamburgers. I do. And uh, there's a, uh, what's fascinating on today's story is that there is a real difference with people when they talk about the normal brand relationship that they have with a burger, a Diet Coke, whatever it is, and a sort of a deeper level of brand affiliation that can lead to something much, much more serious than your average, ah, this Diet Coke, it wasn't fizzy. Eh, so what? It leads to something like depression, self-castigation, things that sort of we have when people have bad breakups. Uh, it's called brand betrayal. And I want to I wanna lead in, because once this sort of came on my radar, you and I talked about this story a little bit before, yep. but uh, once it came on my radar, I checked the news today. 
And there were four, five stories just today uh, that I could segment into brand betrayal. One, ExxonMobil is in another lawsuit where uh, the, this, you know, the last time it was they said that climate change wasn't happening and then folks discovered and lawsuited them <laughs> that they knew climate change was happening and, right. and oil and gas were causing it. Oops. This time they got lawsuited because they're doing some fancy accounting which uh, sort of downplays the losses that fossil fuels are having to keep pumping up their stock prices. So they're conning their investors. So this is a company where you're going, wow, you know, they're, they're conning the people who keep them al alive, you know. Next story, Facebook is in the news again because uh, today the British Parliament seized internal documents relating to that scandal. You remember the, the Trump scandal where they sold... 87 million users being... It, yeah, Cambridge, yeah, Cambridge yeah. Analytica, where they sold the data to Cambridge Analytica and we don't know what the outcome was of the election, but the thing about Facebook that takes it beyond like a Diet Coke that isn't fizzy, people are sharing their lives on Facebook and they're going, wow, that, that hits me right to my core. That They know everything about me and I volunteer that information to them. Bad on me, I guess, but man, that goes a lot deeper than a, than a, than a burger or a Coke. Uh, another one, migrants uh, being tear gassed at the border today and that takes me back the U.S.-Mexico border. The U.S.-Mexico border, yeah. Uh, and uh, they're being gassed at the border, like tear gas, and that takes you back to the, the, you know, give me your hungry, your tired, your huddled masses who yearn to breathe freedom. One of the most core sort of brand promises ever made in the modern world. And here we are being confronted with the opposite of that. The next one, uh, the Trump Foundation is in the news. A judge denied Trump's claim that he can't be sued if he's, uh, as he's the president. He said he can't sue me. Now, if folks aren't familiar with this, the foundation, which is supposed to be a charitable foundation, that makes it different from uh, sort of a smelly university or badly sewn ties, the other stuff that Trump sells. It's a foundation. A <laughs> was this university smelly? It was very smelly. The foundation, <laughs> ostensibly a charitable organization, was used to underwrite his campaign and in fact went so far as to buy a $10,000 portrait of Donald Trump. That's what he used the children's money for. And the story that you and I were discussing before, Ivanka Trump, again, big in the news today. The daughter. The daughter. The, the surrogate first lady, we, we call her. And she's very much in the news, uh, actually started a couple days ago, mm -hmm. with her uh, using uh, her private email uh, server or private email address to convey government documents. Now, she, uh, now Trump says she didn't destroy thousands of them, as yeah. Hillary Clinton supposedly did. Yeah, yeah. I, that's uh, that's like saying, did you hang them or did you gas them? You know, it's just like they both end up dead. It's it, it's one of those things that after he trashed Hillary so badly, it became a motherhood issue for us. We're going, my God, it's a betrayal. That's how he painted it, a betrayal of the American trust. And here they go. And they're doing it again. So, you know, uh, today, by the way, she also got slammed because the tone deafness of this family is unbelievable. She was posting pictures of her five-year-old fishing, looks like down in the Florida Keys, and she's off with her favorite little angler, which is a, it's a nice little story. Yes. And then right next to that, you put the Guatemalan kids who are being dragged back by their mom in diapers and bare feet while they're being gassed by the U.S. Border Patrol right next to each other. They're not other. being gassed. They were gassed. 
really? Tear gas. Oh, tear gas. Okay. Tear gas, What's yeah, tear sorry. That's bad enough. That's bad enough. Okay. So the point is, you know, I want to talk about how powerful brands are. And sometimes people don't give brands credit. And, and they go, well, you know, it's like a Diet Coke that isn't fizzy or a burger that doesn't go down, right? Uh, but, you know, the, the whole idea of a brand can go a whole lot deeper than that. Uh, when you start to talk, let's go back to the migrants for a second. You know, give us your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, and you juxtapose that with the asylum seekers being tear gassed uh, for be doing something that the United States has built its brand on, you start to get a really weird feeling in your stomach that goes beyond, oh, oh well. It, it, doesn't, it, doesn't it feel like there's something fundamental being broken here? Feels like that fast food I had on Sunday. It feels like your fast food. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I don't know first about world, you. First world problem. Exactly. Have, right? You know, you look at you look at the the another American uh, dream sort of proposal, which is success, winning, the art of the deal. We're better business people. We work harder. This is uh, something. This is the brand that Donald Trump built around himself. This ethos, this myth of Donald Trump, and then you see he's stealing from a from his own charity. Allegedly. And allegedly buying a $10,000 painting of himself with his own charity. Well, who, no! who wouldn't want that? Exactly. Are you but, telling me you wouldn't you want start, a $10,000 portrait start of Donald to go, Trump in your, in your house? Yeah, right? I would. I, but only if the eyes <laughs> follow you, you everywhere, everywhere in the room. I want one with the eyes cut out. Uh, you know, and you look at you look at Ivanka Trump, and you know what's interesting about Ivanka Trump is that her brand promise, when she first came in, she was, to a lot of people who felt they lost the election and who felt robbed, she was going to be the moderating force. Remember that? Yep. She was the one who was sticking up for women who were working. She was the one sticking up for kids. She Children. was sticking up for LGBTQ. She was sort of the diplomat. She wasn't crass. She wasn't foul mouth. She wasn't, you know, appealing to the Trump base. And you thought, you know, it could just be okay. And I think a lot of people, because in the U.S., not like Canada so much, but in the U.S., politics is now everything. And so they invested personally in her. And I think as story after story starts to come out, her with her little five-year-old kid going fishing today, you know, her with the picture of uh, her kids, uh, when, what was the last big kid scandal? There was another, oh, being separated from their children. That's right. She's, she released the photo of her holding her baby and saying how a mother's love, there's nothing like it. By the way, we just separated all these kids from their parents. Uh, you know, she, uh, there's there's so many things. The, the, the When she was partying it up in Jerusalem at the new embassy, Meanwhile, the Israelis were killing, I think it was 20 protesters. The bullets are flying. The, in the bullets Gaza are flying. It's, it's knocking the top off the champagne for her, so it, it's all good. Okay, let's take, hold on, take a break. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> you're frothing. <laughs> Calm down. Simmer down. Brands, get me Simmer excited. Simmer down, Stoiber. Brands, I, I want to find out how this has affected, because I read an article that said that her brand was doing fine uh -huh. until her father became president. Yes. And I want to talk about this, and yes. I know you do. Yeah. Uh, and I hope our listeners want to hear us talk about this. I hope so. Let's take a break. We'll come back with Mark Stoiber, brand consultant, entrepreneur, writer. Latest book is called Stop Busting Your Brand. Hey, it's Mark here. While we're in the break, just a quick reminder, if you're building a brand right now, and this show has you a bit worried about brand betrayal, give me a call. Mark Stoiber. Now, back to our show. Ivanka Trump's namesake brand has announced it will begin to wind down, wind down its operations. It just launched online store locations in early 2018, and now it looks like it's beginning to possibly 
going out of business. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That mm-hmm is from Mark Stoiber, brand consultant, entrepreneur, and writer. His latest book, uh, Stop Busting Your Brand. We're talking about the brand of Ivanka Trump. It was popular. He yeah. was doing well. So was Donald Trump. So was his brand. <laughs> okay. So is there a comparison here? Yes, there's a direct comparison. I think that there is uh, also a direct brand comparison between what we talk about uh, brand disappointment and brand betrayal when things go wrong. Uh, Donald Trump, he was, you know, he was a rogue. He was a never-do-well. He was a, you know, a guy who was sort of a, um, lived on the edges a little bit, and people loved that as a business person. And I think that, that when he disappointed people, like he messed with a few people in Trump University, Oh, well, you know, everybody does, you know, lives on the edge a little bit. They're willing to forgive business people infractions that, especially in the United States, they're not willing to forgive politicians. Now, the fact that his business was wrapped up with his politics makes things only worse. You use the word was. I, I... Is, 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 and always will be. Um, but then there's Ivanka who had a very successful brand. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, she skirted down underneath the radar now into China where they allowed shoes and, and uh, handbags in, amazingly, you know, so she got her stuff in. So where all the tariffs, tariffs and all these things that her father had said, no Chinese goods except... 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 Handbags and Ivanka. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, she skirted in there. She danced in there, like, very, very nicely. But I think people are rebelling, too. And I do believe it comes down to a fundamentally different relationship, and that is what leads to brand betrayal, a feeling of darkness, of depression, that you feel like you're breaking up with somebody and you really hate them a lot, and it's going to stick with you for a long yeah, time. Let's, let's back up the truck a bit. Okay. No one's going to be depressed because... Cooper or Coho hockey sticks yeah. or uh, what did you say earlier? Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Had a bad, I mean, my experience right. over the weekend with this particular fast, I'm not depressed. No. I just learned a lesson. That's right. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. And that is, there's actually, uh, most brands, if they do something bad to you, you order something online, it breaks, you go, oh well. Yeah. You know, your stereo doesn't work, it's inexpensive. Oh well. A TV's broken. Oh well. But it doesn't get down to that personal, deep, emotional level. So when they disappoint you, you kind of brush it off. But when people hit you on a personal level, and I believe that the big problem here is that so much of America is wrapped up in politics, that they form these personal tribal relationships with these people who are kind of just pushing a brand, Ivanka. And when she lets them down, snuggling her baby when the immigrants are being separated or going fishing with her boy when the immigrants are being, asylum seekers are being pushed away with tear gas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The people who are behind her saying she is a moderating influence, she is good, they want to believe. It's all almost like being cheated on by somebody and you're the last to find out. And that, you know, there's actually a University of Chicago study that I that I looked at. And folks, if you wanna if you want to take a look at this, I'd be happy to give it to you, Mark. And there's actually a study that says that the feelings of betrayal go a lot further down than disappointment, and they actually hit us in the neocortex, a different place than the feelings of disappointment do. So what happens is these feelings resonate for longer. So if Ivanka disappoints us, it's going to stick around for a long time. Just like if we break up with somebody and we feel cheated, that doesn't go away for a long time. Would that be reflected uh, politically as well? Would somebody yes. who in the, in the United States, Yes. Who has a right to vote. Uh, says, oh my goodness, I'm not really happy with her clothing. So I'm not going to vote for her father? Really? No, no, I no. Think what, no. I think it's the other way around. They say, I believed in her and I feel cheated. Therefore, I am going to 
get revenge, irrational revenge. I'm not going to buy shoes. But isn't that the power of the consumer? And it, it always, is. It always has been. Of course it is. I'm just saying that, you know, when you start to get into the level of personal relationships, yeah. people's hate, if you screw up the brand, yeah. goes a lot deeper. You feel like you were cheated on and you were the last one to find out, and it's a very personal, deep hurt that you get. goes way beyond that burger didn't sit well with me. Oh, absolutely big time. You know? That's easy peasy. I just don't go back to that burger. Yeah, place. exactly. Another, another exactly. Won't change my exactly. life. Exactly. See, it would be as if it would be as if you had a bad experience with a burger and you'd say, I will never eat another burger again no. ever in my life. Are you kidding me? Exactly. I know. I know. But that's the thing. Now, I know uh, there's, you know, we, we want to bring up Ivanka because it's it's very, very current, but this is something I want to re leave the readers, uh, the listeners with some lessons. Okay. Be very careful when you start to bring your personal qualities into your brand. If you personally stand for something, we had this problem with diet bars all the time. We were selling diet bars. You have a celebrity on the diet bars, great personable, then they gain 50 pounds or they go through some difficult life thing. People feel personally ripped off well, and they get dark. Fair, they're human. I know, but be careful when you bring the human into your brand. And also, be careful about what you promise. With a brand, it's one thing to promise uh, a better sugar water, but it's quite another to promise lifetime happiness or we're going to solve all your problems for you. And a lot of brands tend to skid into over-promising, naturally under-delivering, leaving a whole bunch of people hurt. Got to leave it at that. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mark. Mark Stoiber, brand consultant, entrepreneur, writer. Latest book is called Stop Busting Your Brand. You've been listening to Didn't See It Coming, the podcast.